You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. Straight afterwards, catch up at the new Priceline Pharmacy Adelaide City's opening festival for your beauty and makeup with exclusive products and more. SAFM's Beck and Soda. So pack away the bikinis, pull out the woolies, and get your brakes checked at Automasters. SAFM's $50,000 Alpha Bucks. Rightio, we're going to give you some clues. This is for Thursday, 7 September. That's tomorrow, and this is for the workday, so from 9am until 3pm. Beck, mm. 9am hour, your clue for Alpha Bucks. Uh, N is the letter a spread. Nutella. Done. At 10am, S, uh, something in the solar system starting with S. The sun. At 11am, um, a flower starting with P. A peony. I love a big peony. 12 o'clock, uh, celebrity chef starting with M. Maggie Beer. Here right, a couple to go. At 1 o'clock, a type of cheese starting with G. Gouda. Right, and in the 2 o'clock hour, A for Alpha, an ocean starting with A. Atlantic, Arctic. Done. Done. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Oh, Soda, you yep. know I love love. Yes. And I'm very sad to read a What's breakup okay, who between? between Iris, who is 83, mm. and 37-year-old Muhammad. What? 46-year age gap they have, and they finally called it quits. Muhammad is 37? And Iris is 83. Oh, jeez. Is Iris rich? Well, Iris has a little bit of money that, yes, she found out after two years of marriage that Muhammad was trying to get his mitts on. Right. What was he after? Um, well, they, apparently, initially, he was after Iris because she um, she was pretty explicit about the fact that she was having some good fun with Muhammad. So Muhammad, the at that age, so at 35, he would have been when he initiated when got together. marriage. Um, she's in her 80s. Would you for the money? Well, I, I like to believe it started for more than money. Um, she was quoted as uh, talking about their relationship before it went south yeah. because obviously it's unusual, this age gap. Muhammad's got to be careful when he grabs hold of me. He rips my skin. The skin on oh. my legs is very, very thin. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> When it comes to making love, it can be painful. Like oh, the okay. end no, no, I don't need an action and emergency no. with skin rips. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Muhammad. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I'm sad it didn't work out. They met on Facebook. Mm. Of course they did. And um, yeah, and then they had a couple of years. So of, it, she called it off? She called it off because she mm. realised that he was slowly emptying her bank account. Well, it sounded like he was emptying her body of blood as well with all the skin rips. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I was in a shop the other day and they had a bowl full of lollies. I love a lolly bowl. I think it's up there with your great customer service in a store. Very nice. You Mentos. want to make sure that they're wrapped lollies though, not just uh, they're oh, willy-nilly. Yeah, of course. COVID times changed all that. And I was in a not shop the other COVID. day. Just people where they put their hands and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Little heebie-jeebies. Well, you know, I'm quite okay about that. I'll sit on a toilet seat bare-bummed, no worries. I'm very liberal <laughs> with my germs. I think it's good for your N- immune system. Another complete conversation. <laughs> anyway, go back to your lolly <laughs> okay. bowl. And I took um, the artist formerly known as Redskins, a Red Ripper, a Sherby and a Milko in my hand. And yep. I forgot how much I enjoyed those chewy lollies. It's been a while since I had them. Mm. So imagine my surprise when I read that those three have been temporarily paused by Alan's. What? 
What's your favourite out of your Milko, your Red Skin, which is now called a Red Ripper, of course, because um, Red Skin's culturally inappropriate, and also and the, the Sherby? Uh, the Milko, because it's soft. It's a soft chew. Right. And you know, when you get to my age, you could lose it. <laughs> That's a good point. Use a, lose a filling. Um, obviously, fantails were discontinued recently. Yeah, and now we're, we're losing these in well, their individual bags. they've said temporarily paused, but I reckon they're testing the market. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist. They're mm. waiting for us to all get up in arms and work out which one they like the most. But mm. then it made me think, if they're discontinuing those, what are the kids eating? Is it the, is it the uh, sour warheads, stats? Yeah, warheads and sours. Well, we went to the show on the weekend and the kids went for like the those sour sort of bags. Yeah. You know, the straps and all those things. Yeah. But I love your traditional. Remember the, the Chicos, which are now called Cheekies, because again, you can't call Chicos Chicos. Yeah. Um, I love them. And you know the Sherbys. What I used to do every Friday night, ritual before a game of football, was go to the market, get a lasagna, eat the <laughs> lasagna, and have two packets of Sherbys. What? Two packets? Yep. Every Friday night. Yep. Probably explains why I was such a crap footballer. <laughs> but sugar. it was beautiful. I love two packets of Sherbys. Yeah, well, I guess if the sour bags are going well at the show, I can kind of relate because, I mean, I'm a sour bag. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. Secret. We are very divided over this secret, Soda. You think I love it's it. funny and I well, think it's an ultimate betrayal of trust. Well, well, oh, what, you reckon this would be a deal breaker for you? Yes, this okay. woman has very strong values of which I relate and her husband disregards them. Oh, mm. all right. Well, let's find out. Uh, her husband, Anonymous, joins us. Okay, mate, cough up the story. I met my my now wife in 2002. She decided to become a vegan and said that she couldn't date a non-vegan. So what ended up happening? I was really interested in her. So it was at that stage that I had a decision to make, like whether I was going to become a vegan or not data. Right, so you loved your meat, your chicken, your fish, everything? Yeah. Pretty tough decision to make. So what did you do? I decided to not become a vegan but not tell her. <laughs> so how did you get away with that? I did eat some vegetarian stuff and then when she's not around, just like cook up a burger or go to the pub for a parmy or <gasps> stuff like that. Where are you hiding your bacon, mate? Well, um, I was a stay-at-home dad for a while, but now I work for a local supermarket, so um, I store whatever meat I have at work, and there's endless amounts of storage there. I can just bring food home, cook it up, and then take the rubbish to work or whatever, so she doesn't see anything. What about the smell in the house, though? Because the, the smell of meat must be around. I tend to tidy the house a lot and I use a lot of um, disinfectant and I use a lot of Glen 20. (laughs) (laughs) So you are essentially just smashing meat left, right and centre behind her back? Yeah, most of the time, yes. Um, Nice bacon and egg rolls, really good. Or a a homemade burger. They're usually my go-tos at home. But sometimes I'll go out with my son who's now privy to this because he's going to the gym and he he wants more protein. So 
we do like a mum and dad thing. So when I go out with him, like we'll try different pubs and we'll try the palmies. Right. So your son's now living the same lie you are. Yeah. Oh wow. What do you think would happen if you just came clean and told her that you wanted to eat meat? I mean, she has got a good sense of humour, but I don't know if it'd go too well, given that like it's been this way for two decades. Oh, you've been doing this for more than 20 years? Yeah. Oh, my. Right. This is just absolutely fascinating. I've got to ask, Anonymous, is your wife one of those like hardcore vegans that just shove it down your throat and say, you can't eat this, you can't do that, or is she a bit sort of more, more relaxed with it? She's really quite relaxed with it. For her, it's more of a personal choice because she's very sympathetic to animals and like she's a big animal person. So, yeah, it's more of that for her. She's not a judgmental person in that way. What about when you go to a barbecue with your mates and families and all that and there's snags on the barbie or beautiful-looking steaks and burgers? Do you have to just eat the salad? Uh, yeah, and roast veggies. I usually roast up from veggies in olive oil and salt and stuff like that. So while you're eating your veggies and everything, your mates are smashing these burgers and that in front of the families and you've just got to sit there and suck it up? Yeah, dude, because like, they say, oh, come on, come on, like, oh, oops. <laughs> Anonymous, you just said your name. We beeped it out for you, though. Uh, now, you don't think you're ever going to come clean to your wife over this? Um, there was a point that I wanted to, but now that we've got kids, it's just a bit too, like, maybe once the kids have moved out or something, I might be brave enough, but not until then. <laughs> Oh, I love this story. Good on you because, you know, you've got to look after yourself and if you like eating it, you like eating it. Thanks so much for sharing, but I wish you all the best in being able to keep your secret. Oh, thank you. Like, it's been hard, but, like, she's worth it. Okay. As, as a vegetarian, I judge you. That, that's justified, I think. <laughs> Mate, you just keep smashing burgers, snags and steaks and enjoy your life, okay? Okay. Thanks a lot, Beck. Got a secret. Beck. And soda secrets of the suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm a love bit it. torn on it because obviously I'm a vegetarian. I don't think you should yeah. lie, but I also love the fact that he loves his wife so much yeah. and is obviously so terrified of coming clean. <laughs> he's hiding his dirty secret. You shouldn't have to pretend to be something you're not. <laughs> he's <mate>. so scared. <laughs> Come on. He's an angry vegan. Petrified, and I'll tell you what, there are some angry. <laughs> Three vegans out there, you know what I'm talking about. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Rightio, Rebecca Morse. We just talked about our secret of the suburb, and it was an anonymous husband whose partner is a vegetarian, and for 20-plus years he's been eating meat secretly behind her back because he loves it, and he's got almost military-style execution on how he's able to do this and hide his meat around the place. <laughs> It's brilliant, isn't he it? He takes his bacon wrappers back to work yep. and puts them in the bin there so she doesn't see. He's got a kid involved in it now. He's as absolutely. Well. Sprays Glenn 20. Yep. The lengths he's going to pretend he's into something she's into. Right, 131060, give us a call. Have you ever pretended you're into something, like you said then, Beck, that yeah. you, know, you, you don't even like, but you're doing it purely to impress your partner? Yeah. Um, or have you had to hide a secret like that for such a long time? What about you? I had an ex who played in a band and it was a bit like heavy-ish mm. and it wasn't my style of music, but I'd be front row cheering and screaming, oh, no! 
<laughs> pretended I was interested. No interest. Oh, really? Yeah. How long do you have to stick in, stick with uh, that? I think we were together for like six years. Oh, it's a lot of concerts yeah, yeah. and really dodgy venues. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was at university, I had a girlfriend mm. and she loved back then all this country road stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Right? Always walk country road. And I looked at her and go, what a flock. Anyway, but I liked her. <laughs> so guess what yeah, I did? What? You went I went out. and opened an account at Country Road mm. and I started, I got a little country road card and I started buying all this country road gear and wearing it to try and impress oh. her. Oh, I had sweet. about eight wind cheaters. Oh, yeah, couple dressing. Right? No. T-shirts, yeah. singlets. Mm. A school bag, country school. I'm not I joking. I actually feel sick and dirty for what I did, oh. and I did it all to impress her. And I hated the stuff; absolutely <laughs> hated. It. And I would have spent oh, a couple of thousand dollars on absolute oh. crap just to impress well, it's her. It's good when the spend and saves on though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the Automasters text line zero four triple eight fifty two one zero seven, um, Vic from Burnside. She hates boats and she hates water, but she pretends to love them for her husband, Michael. Oh, look, this is down the same alley for Trish. She said, I hate sand and I hate volleyball, but my husband wanted to play and they needed a girl for the mixed team. Mm. So she played for a few seasons. She still hates sand, but (laughs) the volleyball is doable for her right now. Oh, and Sarah hates being on the back of her partner's motorbike, but she does it for him. Good on you, Sarah. Life of love. Okay, Darcy. (laughs) Good morning, Darcy. Hello. Oh, how old are you? Eight. You're eight. Okay, Darcy. Um, what happens? Do you pretend to love something? I lo- pretend to love strawberries because my mum loves them, but I don't actually like them. Oh, but you still eat them for her. Yes. Oh, mate, you're a wonderful little fella. Your mum should say she loves Brussels sprouts as well, Darcy, to make you eat your greens. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, love for mum. My kids don't pretend to do anything for me. Uh, Jody in Manapara, what did you pretend to like for love? I pretended to love scuba diving because my husband had a massive passion for it. Mm. To the point where um, we first met and I pretended to really, really enjoy everything he was talking about. Mm. So then he bought me a gift voucher for Christmas to do the course. Oh, no. I I went through the course, passed the course. And then had to go scuba diving with him. Oh. Hated every minute. Felt like I was suffocating every time my head went underwater. <laughs> we would scuba dive at Kangaroo Island. And when you scuba dive, you know, you look out for each other and so forth. He could never find me because I was hanging onto the tank of his, on his back. <laughs> so I wouldn't let go. Oh. <laughs> hey, Joe, does he now know that you hated it? Oh, absolutely. I had to come clean. Like, I just couldn't put myself through that anymore. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, Beck, I'd like to take you to the sky, okay? Mm -hmm. Right. um, What about this recently? So there was a flight from Atlanta to Barcelona on a Friday night. Now, this flight was just cruising along very nicely, but then it had to make a U-turn, right? This was a couple of hours into the journey. Here's the pilot. A biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. A, pio, a biohazard issue. No. You heard what he obviously said. Diarrhea all through <laughs> the aircraft. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> scattered down the aisles. No. It was 
horrendous. I'm thinking someone's in like aisle five and they've got to run all the way back to the toilet and oh. it's just coming out of his pants. I'm, I'm assuming it's a him. Could be a lady. Ladies right. poo too. Someone that was, someone was on the plane. Right, right. Both my wife and I were on the flight. It was a mess. The ground crew ripped out the carpet and had to put new carpet in. No. Yes. And then another traveller on the same flight <laughs> said it was dribbling down the aisle and smelled horrible. The vanilla scented disinfectant used on it made it smell like vanilla no. poo. <laughs> That is ridiculous. That poor person. Oh, well, the poor person. What about the poor people on the flight? They're on their way to Barcelona and they had to go back to Atlanta. Imagine you're the person who's caused the bias. Oh, no. Sorry. That is disgusting. Look at, oh. Imagine the stench. It would no. be horrible. Oh, my God. It would put it, you off your Pringles, wouldn't you it? You know, sometimes when there's a s- terrible stink when someone's been to the toilet and you spray the spray, <laughs> sometimes the <laughs> poo smell yeah. and the spray <laughs> is worse Together. than the poo on its own. Yeah. It sort of combines and <laughs> creates some Doesn't sort of reaction. Mask. Mm. Like the smell of Glen 20 to me, it's just like someone's messed up when you smell Glen 20. It's a bad smell. Well, it is when it's combined with poo <laughs> because then it mixes and just creates this horrific <laughs> cloud of Bum. I can't, I can't mm. um, we've heard from the pilot. Um, I've managed to get a hold of some exclusive audio oh. from TikTok uh, of the announcement on the plane. What oh, happened? Okay. Your cabin crew will be through in just a moment with complimentary tea or coffee. Just watch your elbows as they come through with the trolley and watch for the man running down the aisle painting the town brown. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh! Look at these trending topics. Beyonce celebrated her 42nd birthday on stage in LA as part of her Renaissance World Tour. And there were stars, stars, stars in the audience. We're talking the Kardashians. Adele, Zendaya and Tom Holland, Chris Rock, who managed to get out of Burning Man, Meghan Markle, Kate Hudson, Lizzo. The list goes on. Christina Aguilera, Katy Perry, Justin and Hayley Bieber, wow. all in the audience to watch Beyonce. Wow. <laughs> you knew Amazing. all of those names. Mm-hmm. You did. Yep. And as we know, we need to practice gratitude every day. And, mm. and Beyonce was very thankful. I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. Here we go. And then Diana Ross came on stage and sang happy birthday to her. Nice. Okay. How many of those um, celebrities paid for their tickets? Do we know? (laughs) Any? Zero, I'd imagine. They would all be going corporate. Okay. But the best juice out of the concert was Mm. the hard launch of this new couple, Kylie Jenner. So the billionaire Kardashian who has the lipsticks and the makeup. Yes, Kylie, you know that one, Private Jet? Mm-hmm. Yep. Kylie, Courtney, yep. Kim, they're all the same. Yep. Dating mm. Timothée Chalamet. Ooh. I don't know if it's Timothy or Timothée, but I say Timothée because it rhymes with Chalamet and it's cool. Uh, he is uh, currently uh, Willy Wonka in the new movie. Oh, yeah. Also, I loved him in Little Women. Right. My girls are big for him. He's got a really thick jawline. He's mm. very handsome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kylie Jenner and Timothée Pashing. <gasps> 
bashing in the audience what? and controversially, he afterwards, must have been a pretty mm. good kiss, starts smoking a cigarette oh, inside in an arena. Timothy, put it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Fascinating. You can't just light up a dart at a music no, concert. No, yeah. The entitlement. Yeah. But I guess when your new girlfriend's a billionaire, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Are you excited about that couple? <laughs> no, I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda. Bridezilla. Here we go. Producer Rachel is with us. And haven't we been enjoying our Wednesdays talking about weddings with you? Um, good morning, Rach. Good morning. Uh, you've got your countdown app. How many minutes, seconds, days, weeks to the wedding? Okay, 66 days. So two months, five days, seven hours and 23 minutes until I walk down the aisle. How many seconds? Go on, check it out. 30 seconds. Your go. wedding. <laughs> the wedding of you and only you. Your wedding. Um, this is the wedding of Rachel featuring Lockie. Oh, yes. Poor Lockie. Um, you will, of course, be accompanied by a bridal party. I'm assuming. How many bridesmaids? I have four bridesmaids. Mm. And the way I see it is I'm the bride and they're my maids. <laughs> well, they are bridesmaids. They are bridesmaids. <laughs> so what, they're at your beck and call? 100%. So it's basically like having four personal assistants. <laughs> they are there to do whatever I need. If I want a champagne, go get it for me. If I want to, If it's hot... I want to be fanned. <laughs> if it's windy, hold my veil down. And most importantly, mm. they need to follow me follow me around because if there's any photo opportunities, I need to be retouched so they'll have a comb and lipstick at hand. All, each. Each, at wow. all times. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. All right, and what about um, their appearance? Like how they're having their hair? Like what? Oh, yes. So we have to get down to all the nitty-gritty stuff with mm. them. So I thought I'd be polite and ask them how they wanted to wear their hair. Oh, what did they say? Uh, they requested to wear it down and curly. Yeah. I said, absolutely not. That will not be happening <laughs> because I'm wearing my hair down and curly. The audacity <laughs> that they have to think they can wear their hair down. I don't care if you don't like your ears. Wear it in a low bun. <laughs> Wow. So that's what they're having a low bar. They're having a low bar. And then yours is this beautiful cascading mermaid dress. Yeah. And I imagine they got to choose the colour of their bridesmaids' dresses. No. (laughs) (laughs) No say. But that's what I mean. I'm the bride, you're my maid, do as I say. Wow. (laughs) This is phenomenal. Um, Rachel, what else with them? Have you got uh, other stuff sorted that they have to do? There's lots of things on my list and uh, they don't know all of them yet. So I'll just keep that secret for now. They get a spreadsheet on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Not only do they have a spreadsheet, it is an Excel document that outlines minute by minute what time breakfast will be served, lunch, what time mimosas are coming. Uh, Oh my God. (laughs) What colour will they be wearing? It's a sage green. I've had a few complaints about it, but the colour scheme is black, (laughs) white and green. So obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously. This is fantastic. Um, What about the the selection process for you for bridesmaids was it rigorous? Well, I've actually just got family two uh, two sister in laws. A, mm. Well, a friend, she's p- practically family and another sister. But I didn't actually want to put my best friends through it. <laughs> and I felt I could be more bossy to my family. Yeah, good. Yeah. And my friends would, they'd cause a fight. I, would, right. I don't want that. I, and also, my friends are really hot and I didn't want anyone to be hotter <laughs> than me. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. 
Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Newsreader M is in. What's making news? Good morning, guys. Uh, well, cricket could be returning to the Olympic Games. Returning? Well, it's only ever been in once before in 1900. Right. Oh, do you remember wow. that, Dal? <laughs> That's very rude of you to ask him that. Disgusting that you ask her that. Um, yeah, it, look, it's interesting because uh, what do we got? We've got Paris 24 and then Los Angeles 28. Yes. And they're talking about 28, I think, aren't they? Yes. Because, um, look, the Olympics want access to India. Okay. Right? And cricket wants access to the US. So there might be a nice little um, agreement made here. But you know the one thing I think of is the Olympics should be the pinnacle of your sport. Mm. And there's no way known that winning an Olympic gold medal is the pinnacle of cricket, yeah. as the same as winning a gold medal in golf would not be the pinnacle of golf. Yeah. Um, same with tennis. So I think any of those sports where the Olympic Games isn't the pinnacle of the sport, I don't reckon they should be in there. Yeah, and also would you play a test? Cause no. The, no, we'd well, just do like a T20. Be T20s, have to be. Yeah. Imagine the Americans watching a test match. <laughs> and they, they're getting to day four and they go, we, we've still got another day. And they're going, what, of the same game? <laughs> and then it ends up being a draw and they go, what? And no one won? <laughs> It'd be horrific. No one, Americans would never look no. at cricket again. No. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. What's the other no. one? Breakdancing they want to put in there? Yeah. That's coming up in Paris. That's oh, right. Oh, it is in. Yeah, yeah and in. I reckon in LA, they've also said they want to put in like... Um, Touch footy or tag football. Oh, yes. We rip I mean, the break dancing. An instant replay on the worm. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're going to have the three-legged race and the egg and spoon race. I mean, it's getting a little yeah. ridiculous. Mm. Well, and in other news, how much do you think a postage stamp costs? Um, 30 cents. In my mind, it's still 55 cents. Always will be. <laughs> well, they're currently $1.20, but OzPost <laughs> wants what? to raise them to $1.50. Oh, what? $1.20. Wow. Hang yeah. on. Not 30 cents. <laughs> no, we've read it for a long Stamps time. Stamps are $1.20? They're $1.20, yeah. How did that happen? $1.50. My, my sister actually said the other day, she sent my dad a father's card to Melbourne on Tuesday and he hadn't received it on Friday. Oh. Oh. That's my point. Express post, overnight post is not express anymore. You buy an express post envelope and it yeah. says not guaranteed to get there. It's like, well, what, what's express? Right. An express post is expensive, isn't it? Mm. Really expensive. Mm. Right. Quite a few dollar fifty. Treating myself. Right. So um, a stamp a dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. But you can put on the little card only okay. sticker still. Oh yeah. I remember old Anne Morse when she used to write her Morse family newsletter, and it would be like five pages of shit no one wanted to hear about. <laughs> she used to write a family newsletter. Family newsletter. Yeah, yeah to all of the yeah. people, all of her friends. She'd be like, yes. Becky's just finished university. And like, nobody, like, Beryl, her old friend from Teachers College, doesn't care what Becky's up to. She writes the newsletter. I think, I think she still does it, to be honest. Right. But then it'd be really thick, but she'd still write card only on try and like, get the cheap stamp. Can you get one of those overnight ones and just send a Massive pass just write card only. Yeah. <laughs> get, no. Just get the cheaper rate of um, eighteen dollars. Be <laughs> no. Better, wouldn't it? No. Just get our postage here on time. That'd be good. And then we might pay a dollar fifty. Right. Right. Excellent. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. I think as humans, we love validation that we're washing things enough. Like you always read okay. articles about how often do you wash your jeans? How often do you wash your sheets? How oh, often yes. do you wash your bits <laughs> yourself? You know, that kind of thing. So new research has revealed how often we should be washing our towels. Right. And so what, our bath towels. What does it reveal? Uh, after three uses. Three uses? Yeah, which is not, which is, you know, twice a week to do the maths for you. What? Twice a week? Twice a week we should be washing our bath Mate, towels. Three uses? Yeah. I would sometimes have four or five showers in a day. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's not twice a week. It's well, it could up to be well, nearly twice a day. You over shower, mate. No, I don't. I reckon I, I like wa- to be clean. I reckon I wash mine once a week, but it probably it yeah, but, probably can push out to once every two weeks. Yeah, and that sometimes is only three uses for you anyway. <laughs> exactly. We already know that. You don't shower, shower every day, yeah. you filthy animal. Sometimes I'm too busy to shower and I forget. <laughs> <laughs> what does it, it doesn't even make sense. But my, my, I feel like I don't generate a lot of moisture on my towel. I can dry what? myself after a shower and I feel like my towel's not very wet, whereas my husband's towel, after one wash, is very, very wet and very what? stinky. Like it, what? it a, smells m- like musky. A man's towel is wetter than a woman's so towel. So much wetter. Oh, that's nonsense. So much wetter. You just made that up. My, you, if I hold, if I hold my towel after a towel, I don't even uh, wash. I don't even know I've used it. What? And James's is sodden. That is ridiculous. Which is why we have like very separate. We, I keep them on opposite ends of the bathroom so he doesn't accidentally wipe his bits on my towel because that would be gross. You can't share towels. My kids. We all share towels. We share toothbrushes. No and no. What's wrong with that? Definitely not toothbrushes, but we're talking about towels here specifically. You can't can't have your child wrap themselves in something that you've been rubbing between your butt cheeks. You can't. Well, I wrap my ta- myself around a towel that they might have rubbed between their butt cheeks <laughs> to dry themselves, but they're no. clean. Yeah, but you're drying yourself once you're clean. You're not using the towel before you wash. And I would say that your hands are going to be dirtier than your butt cheeks anyway, because you think your hands touch so many different things every day, right? So does my butt cheeks. Actually, that's a good point for you, yeah, because you, you sit straight on dirty public toilet seats. Wash your towels. Yeah. Oh. SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those, but damn it, they're close. My head hurts, so it must be time for The Riddle Man. All right, here we go. We have got, uh, how about this, uh, Royal Adelaide Show Family Pass and a $100 show bag voucher up for grabs with The Riddle Man, Beck. Yes. We normally do this early in the sort of we 6 do. o'clock hour, but we thought we might, uh, given the show's on, we might just throw it into right now. Here is a great chance. Oh. 131060, give us a call. Um, I'll give you a bit of a, you know, a little riddle or perhaps a conundrum and you've got to solve it. Okay, you ready to go? bender. Yeah, I've got my pen and paper. I, I reckon I've got one in about 20 of these. You'll get this one. This is pretty easy. Right, Beck, who am I? I have a big mouth and I'm very loud. I'm not a gossip, but I like to get involved in dirty business. I've got a few ideas of who that could be in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> right? I've got a big mouth and I'm also, you know, quite loud. I'm not a gossip, but I do like to get involved in people's dirty business. Who am I? Right. Mm, Any guess ideas? who don't sue? Well, I don't know. Who comes to mind when you're thinking about this? Uh, is, I don't know. Okay. Uh, the... Let's go to Cassandra from Morford Vale. G'day, Cass. Hi. Right. I've got a big mouth. I'm also quite loud. I'm not a gossip, but I get involved in, you know, a lot of dirty business. Who am I? Yep. Got an easier one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. Negotiating for a better riddle. Righto. Karen from Ranella. Kaz, any idea who I am? Uh, is, it, um, is it Oscar the Grouch, actually? No, but I love your thinking. Okay. Nice work. All right. Let's go to Crystal from St. Mary's. Crystal, I've got a big mouth and I'm quite loud. I'm not a gossip, but I get involved in some dirty business. Do you know who I am? Uh, no, Barney's coming to mind, that's all. Okay, thanks, Crystal. Barney. Uh, 
uh, animal or human? Uh, Beck from oh. Seafood. I don't have to answer that question. Thank you very much. Uh, Beck from Seafood Meadows. Beck, who am yes, I? Yes, I'm here. I actually think I know it. I think it might be a vacuum cleaner. Yes. A vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I'm a vacuum cleaner. I've got oh a big mouth. I'm quite loud. I'm not a gossip and I get involved in dirty business. Yeah. Dirty business. Beck, Beck, you like it? I was thinking an animal. I was thinking like a kookaburra or something. <laughs> Why? Why a kookaburra? Right. Because they're loud. I don't know. Right. Uh, Beck, well done. Did you just Thank guess that you. yourself? I did. I had no idea, but then I thought, dirty business, let's give it a go. Yeah, well done. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.